Welcome to the wonderful world of football shirts, your football shirt podcast dedicated to football shirts, where we talk about football shirts. And we don't rank football shirts because we don't really like ranking. We don't rate football shirts either, but we talk about football shirts. It's a football shirt podcast. I don't know if you've kind of got that idea yet. Um, like in the new introduction. <laughs> football shirts. His name is Mr. Football Shirt. It's not, it's Mark Stern. Say hello, Mark. Hello, hello. Yeah. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. What would football shirt be in German? If you were Mr. Football Shirt in German, um, what would that be? Uh, Herrn Fußball Trikot. Oh, Hans Football Trikot. <laughs> yeah, Trikot. Trikot. T R I K O T is like jersey in, um, in German. So they would use like Fußball or. Farad Trico, like a um, cycling jersey. But yeah, they use the term jersey rather than shirt. I've never really asked you about the collecting kind of uh, culture in Germany. Is mm. it as big as it is in the UK? Do you notice it much? I don't think so. I don't think it's, it's as big as it is in the UK. But then I also don't have, probably don't have enough exposure to local people. Um... You see the odd, the odd shirt like here and there, but you don't see it out and about too many like retro, like classics. I wouldn't say. Mm. Also, um, excuse me, but um, Berlin is a tricky one because it's such an international city that it's not really a, it's not really a fair like representation of the whole of Germany because it's so like international here. Um, yeah, but you could say the same for London. But yeah, true. Now, that's understandable. If you, I guess if you don't really get out much to see, the, you'd be exposed to the culture, then you wouldn't see it. Yeah. And just because you see someone walking around wearing an old football shirt doesn't mean necessarily they're a collector. They could just be a person wearing an old shirt. And Well, I actually had a perfect example of that a couple of nights ago. We had a friend's barbecue, and uh, a friend of mine's boyfriend was wearing a 94 France shirt. Um, he probably wouldn't call himself a collector, but he was, I mean, he's French, so he was just wearing it because it's France and they're very passionate people. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was nice to see a shirt like that up and up, up, up in the flesh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of French shirts, um, we'll obviously talk about the retro football fair that happened last weekend in a bit, but I met Xander. Mm-hmm. This is so good. We've been doing this podcast for two years and we've hardly met anybody that's been on the podcast so last weekend yeah. i met two people in the flesh wow uh, tom from circa 88 obviously who is lovely and xander who is also amazing yeah. and uh, if you remember he was collecting his french shirts so whilst he got his children to man his stall mm. he went out on the search for french shirts which was very cute <laughs> nice very cool yeah um Oh, bit of uh, bit of home news before we move on. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Wood, who I, is my uh, t- captain of my Sunday League team, oh, yeah. gifted me something very nice. It is a Wolverhampton Wanderers goalkeeper shirt. Wow, lovely! Look at that. Can you tell? Can you see the colour? No, I'm, I was just about to ask you. I'm struggling a bit with the colour. It looks gold, but I'm guessing yeah, it's not. No, is it? no, it, it's gold. It's not. This isn't like orangey yellow wolves gold. This is mm. gold, gold. Like Arsenal 2002 gold. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, obviously, Doritos with the sponsor. Uh, he was about to put it on one of those websites like Spock and just said, do you want it? I'm like, yeah. Nice. It's uh, nice and it's like an XXL. Mm. And obviously back in the uh, 2004, 2005, I guess it was, because it was probably Wolves promotion, first Premier League season. I just imagine like they were big anyway. So yeah. it's, it's really nice, big and baggy. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Nice gift. Yeah, really nice gift. Uh, which reminds me, we should talk about Torquay United. Remind me later. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> we had some unfinished business from last week. Or last episode, which I kind of wanted to kind of pick your brains about. And yes. it was over Real Madrid and, in more particular, Jude Bellingham. Mm-hmm. This is the part where you start talking. Oh, okay. Well, you said you wanted to pick my brains. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because you were the one who posted the yeah, picture. Yeah, okay. Right, so, in short, Mark sent me some pictures, and it was Jude Bellingham and the Real Madrid shirt, and I'm guessing more in, oh, my, uh, more in particular the number he got given this season. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm just finding the picture, yeah. There's a, there's a few things about this. Um, first of all, actually, well... Let's do let's do this double um, yeah. because I want to talk also about the Real Madrid kit launch, but let's mm-hmm. talk about Bellingham first. Um, number five, big shoes to fill, very big shoes to fill. Um, I the, the the thing that struck me about this was also the um, the Real Madrid number set mm-hmm. um, has that very kind of like Galacticos feel about it, doesn't it? Like what. You know Zidane, and I don't know why. I was just about to say Zidane and Gravison. I don't know why Gravison was the first <laughs> one that I thought of, but he's <laughs> um, that real anomaly that played in that team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just I thought the number set was really kind of a nice kind of modern twist on the classic Real Madrid font. No, I like it. You're right. You're so right. I didn't really see that, but uh, yeah, massive. Like yeah, Galactico's vibe to it, mm-hmm. and then Gravison did you then grab Gravison and Woodgate? <laughs> Owen, <laughs> yeah, McManaman. Was he? I think that he was he a bit before the Galactico's McManaman. I think I think he was. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, but then, did you see the kit launch? I, I'm not sure. Okay. In that case, fear not. I will uh, resend it to you. Uh, which I have just done uh, now. Um, really interesting, and those mm. s- sport fans in general um, will know that a lot of the Spanish teams also have basketball teams. Um, and Real Madrid did a kit launch where they launched all together the men's men's home shirt, the women's home shirt, the kids' kit. Um, and the basketball kit all in one photo shoot. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of an interesting approach. I've never seen that before. Quite unique, I think. It is unique, and at least they don't look like a cricket team this time. True. Very true. <laughs> um, is there a relevance to the gold? Um, probably, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the kit itself? I like it. 
Yeah, I like it. It's um, it's it's kind of modern. Um, I, I quite actually I quite like the gold trim with the dark features as well. Um, I'm guessing there is some relevance to the gold because it's kind of you know they have this gold football in the um, in the picture, um, and I think the guy in the back is wearing some like gold funky gold chains or something. So um, I don't know. Did Real Madrid win the league last year, La Liga? Maybe no. I don't really know. Or maybe they must be celebrating something. Um, the goldish orange color is neither pure yellow nor oh, metallic gold, but somewhere in between it. Uh, hey. I'm just trying to find the reason behind it. White and legend ink. So the the uh, the black is called legend ink. Okay, legend ink. I don't have a reason for the gold, but you know what? It, you know what? It's it's kind of like these things where people. I don't mean to poo-poo on Arsenal with their shirt release, but you've got a gold trim on yours, haven't you? Yes. And it just seems like it's going to be their thing, and so teams just work it in to fit the narrative of the reason why. Well, the Arsenal one they said was, yeah, exactly, yeah. they said was for the Invincibles, but yeah, you're right, maybe it's just that Nike have a, Adidas have this new obsession with gold that they want, yeah, yeah, maybe. All right, well, I like it. What do you think about the obsession with filling big shoes and big numbers? Like, do you have, as an Arsenal fan, is there a number that you like, oh, big shoes to fill? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's it's 14. So know. just because Thierry Henry wore the number 14, yep. you feel like the wearing of the number 14 shirt has added impetus to it? Massively, and it's happened twice in the last probably 10 years when Theo Walcott got given the 14 and it was like, oh, it, 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 there was like a big deal made out of it. And um, Eddie Nketiah, is he number 14 now? I, I don't know, but he was I the telephone guy, wasn't he? The telephone guy. Yeah, the phone engineer. <laughs> he was the telephone guy. Uh, yes, he's the telephone guy. Um, and I, I can't think... Remember. We talked the, about his number before because yep. someone got the emoji of the phone. Yeah, so he's also number 14. So yes, there is um, significance to that number for Arsenal. I mean, it's a load of nonsense, isn't it? It's just a number, but... Um, but yeah, so you're talking about Bellingham having five, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's it just adds extra pressure when in reality it's just a number. Like, really, who cares? And you wonder if he asked for it, whether they gave it to him as a special privilege, like, yeah. oh, we're going to give you the number five shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it seems like, because obviously in more recent things, Mason Mount's been given the number seven at Manchester United. Mm -hmm. Is he going to follow? See, now this is the thing. Manchester United have a history of number sevens. Yeah. And you've got your excellent number sevens in Ronaldo, Robson, Beckham that yeah. have created the, the legend that is number seven. But then you've also got people like Di Maria and uh, Michael Owen and Cavani. Mm. Is it Cavani? I don't know. They've all worn the number seven and been yeah. a bit of a flop. So yeah. which one is he going to fall into? Yeah. I um, I guess maybe because we've only had, this is talking from a Wolves perspective, Steve Ball number nine, and we didn't retire the number. You know, people still wear it. Yeah. And I guess we had Raul Jimenez who wore it and did very well. I guess there's a bit of that, but I don't really see it. If a player's number is so important and so good, then you retire it, like Napoli, number yeah. 10. 
especially now we've got so many um, thingy numbers, what they're called, squad numbers. Yeah. Ah, I'm talking, I'm going a bit off tangent here. We're talking a, bit, a lot about, not about football shirts. But no, I like it. I like it. I, I, I think, to my point, it really doesn't bother me as much as it does other people. Yeah. You um, you mentioned Man United there, and I can kind of get us a, bit, a little bit back on track um, because I um, noticed, I noticed, like I was the only one that ever noticed this, um, that uh, Glastonbury, which was a few, a couple of weeks ago now, um, the rapper H, do you know, do you know about H? Have you heard of H? Um... All I know is he spells his name the way it's supposed to be spelt because uh, H doesn't start with a H. <laughs> yeah, so that's it's not H, it's H. Yeah, um, grammatically I, correct. Yeah, I think, and I'm not entirely sure on the um, the timings, uh, the timings here, but apparently he leaked, and I'm using um, inverted commas, the uh, new Man United shirt at Glastonbury during his performance. So whether that was a, I presume that was a, a calculated leak from oh, absolutely. The, the club, I think so, yeah. um, that the club sorted, but he's got quite a big um, presence among younger fans. Um, I th- he's from Manchester, so I'm guessing he's a huge fan. So I thought that was like an interesting move from the club. Yeah, and um, a way to get it to a mass population. I I don't know this chap. I didn't see all of the gig, but I did see pictures of him a wearing it and b putting it on whilst on stage. Ah, so okay. it must have been a very well staged. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, really interesting. And then I also saw the leak. I guess it's also a leaked away shirt or third shirt for United next season. This green and white and blue one kind of looks a bit like a uh, what they call those old mints. Um, Not a Murray mint, you know what I mean, like a humbug mint. Yeah. (laughs) Looks a bit like that. I believe it's going to be their away kit for this season. I'd rather not talk about it, if I'm honest with you. I think it's horrible. Yeah, okay. We can move swiftly on. (laughs) No, I just... um, I do not like it. (laughs) I don't like stripes. We've mentioned it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I think we we briefly touched upon this leaked image before. Mm. But I don't don't like it. I like the colour. The green's really nice. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. But... I'd, I would be interested to see what the reasons behind it were. Yeah. Come up with some rubbish, you know, but I'd like to see, oh, we're booking it because of this. Yeah. Um, I would like to quickly talk about, uh, well, spot the difference, actually, mm-hmm. which I found quite funny, uh, between Club America and the release of their new blue shirt mm-hmm. and... Uh, Everton, whose kits will be continue to be made by Hummel, okay, because Everton get their kits directly from Hummel and weren't affected by the collapse of the British uh, company that supplied Hummel shirts to the UK. Mm-hmm. Which, whilst I'm on the subject, I'll send you the link later. But there's a very, very good 45-minute YouTube video about Hashtag United and okay. Hummel. Because Hashtag United, obviously, uh, is a team I don't know too much about, but I know a lot of people do. They're they're internet-inspired. 
yep. football team. But they're professional now, I think, aren't they? Or semi-professional? Uh, something like that, yeah. And yeah. they signed a contract with Hummel for five years to have their kits manufactured by them. Uh, and they got let down badly by this collapse of uh, the company that were providing the shirts for them. And they go into a lot of detail about the process that is. So um, mm. I will try and find the link for it. Mark, I'll send you the link when I can. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I've got these two shirts here, which yep. obviously you'll have to flick between. But, yep. um, I mean, it's a bit like, like I say, it's a bit like Spot the Difference because... Both kits are made by different companies. Obviously, Club America have gone for a, a yellow and red uh, accents on their collars and cuffs. Mm -hmm. And Everton have gone for white and blue, but they're quite similar, aren't they? They are similar, yeah. They are similar. The pattern really that we have on the... On the... Like I say, even the pattern itself from afar looks quite similar i know it's different yeah <laughs> disclaimer we are we know <laughs> we are aware that it is different but from afar as you're kind of scrolling they look almost identical but just with yeah. different different um accents on them yeah very so the, that I've, i have to say the everton one i quite like it's because i already already said once that i'm not a huge fan of collars on shirts like a turn down mm. collar but it's this smart. one's it looks rigid. Um, the pattern on the collar and on the cuff is based on the Archibald Le Leach's architecture, mm -hmm. which uh, I believe is that to do with the stadium, or is it to do uh, with the? I would guess or, it's the stadium thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just nice and tidy. I think sometimes when it sounds really silly, but when the club's had a bad season. And you kind of get, re you know, almost relegated, or or you do get relegated, and you get a new kit. It's always quite ref nice to see them go. Look, guys, we're not going to put too much effort into making it a really exciting kit. We're going to go strip it back to basics, yeah. just like we're going to do with the team. Yeah. And you know, we're, we're going to be better. We're going to be less out there showy, but we're going to be really hardworking. And that's that's the image I get from it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, on the Club America shirts, you actually weren't the, the well, you were not the only person to send me this. Uh, my friend Nick also sent me both of the home shirt and the away shirt. Uh, he loves it. He said that he thinks that the kits smash it out of the park. Um, he wasn't sure about the um, the badge and now actually the badge on the on the away kit is fine but on the home kit it's that huge badge in the middle they've gone back to that um, so he said he's not really sure how he feels about that and I kind of agree with him it's it just kind of looks a bit I think it's a bit too big um, I I agree with you I do but I also think it's just it's just what they do yeah it's, it's like that it's like that Pumas team that always has a Puma on the front. Yeah, 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 true, 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 true. Um, he did say that he likes Caliente as a sponsor as well, the font and everything. Um, and actually, I'm looking side by side because I sent him back a picture of the Club 94 Club America's shirt mm. with the huge badge, and that was sponsored by Coca-Cola. And actually, like, it's really interesting they found it's... a sponsor that has quite a similar type typography. Yeah, completely. Like, there's there's Coca Cola, and it's like kind of similar. 
the curly seas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually really interesting uh, side by side. Um, we kind of got off the subject of leaked shirts in Madrid, but to bring it back round, mm. um, did you see that Madrid, whether on purpose or by accident, accidentally leaked their potential new away shirt when taking promo, promo images of players in the home shirt? No, I didn't see that. So um, some of the players were pictured wearing um, their new home shirt and it looks like the photos itself were taken at, uh, where is it, like a training ground. doesn't look like it's inside the stadium, or, or mm. is it? No, it looks like the, the stadium. But um, I can't, I'm not going to send, I'm not going to do a U. So you can see here. Hang players. on, hang on, hang on. Yep. Right, can you see in the background here? Bloody hell. Oh, <laughs> I'll go back. I know it's all fuzzy, but yeah. you can see some black shirts in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. People zoomed in on that. And it wow. was a uh, unseen before Madrid kit, and so obviously got the the, the web channels talking. Is that the new uh, Madrid kit wow. that they were obviously lining up to have more photos done, but got mm. caught in the background? How do people have this much? Like, how do people spot these things? It's uh, crazy, isn't it? It is. Right. Um, I've got one more little thing I'd like to uh, really quickly. No, quickly. I don't know why I say that a lot quickly. <laughs> um, it was shared by Kit Kingdom on uh, Twitter, and it looks incredible. It looks like it is a Rubik's cube, but they're being made with football shirts on either side. So you know how Rubik's cubes, when you solve them, they're all block colours. Yep on each side of course remember from previous podcasts that i was a rubik's cube solver um they have gone and made rubik's cubes with football shirts as the the kind of the whole cover piece mm -hmm. which is really cool what a really interesting idea um that is hang on a minute i'm just finding the picture on here i had it on my computer a second ago because then, I guess, yeah, what they've done is they've had club-themed... Yeah, exactly, club-themed. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I think so. Would it be hard to solve? I mean, I can't do them. I know there's a formula to them, right? Uh, yeah, there is a formula to them. But... And I, I know how to solve parts one, two, and three, but mm. I struggle from then on. Um, there's an unboxing of them and he opens it up and it's a a part of the Mexico shirt part of Man United an Arsenal bruised banana mm -hmm. Bayern Munich Oktoberfest shirt it looks it just looks so nice yeah you can it's custom so you can pick whichever ones you want so like you know one here has got a Champions League trophy uh, uh, City away shirt City third shirt and I'm assuming a City home yeah. shirt yeah you know I just whoa I think that's a wicked gift honestly yeah. I think it's be an awesome gift for somebody who likes football shirts and is a bit of a fiddler like you you know with your pen clicking and all that yeah I'm, I'm getting better at that I have yeah. one here actually you're not clicking your pen though you're doing something else I can hear you shuffling I am you're making yeah yeah uh. You can't oh, lie to me. I, 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 my headphones are too good. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm obviously doing something. 
Oh, All right, dear. so uh, back on to football shirts. Uh, and again, that's kit, at, kick tink, at Kit Kingdom 83, where you can wow. have a look for yourself. Easy for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marky, Mark, 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 Mark. Talk to me about Barnsley. Oh, yeah, this is another one that I saw uh, that was sent to me. Um, I saw it, and then it was also sent to me. Um, new Barnsley home kit. Did you see it? Have you seen it? I, you've seen it because I sent it to you, but... Um, <laughs> I've seen it anyway. They... I need to look into this whilst we're, whilst we're talking, because I am guessing that they... Huh. A, a look inspired by the Barnsley 1989 to 1990 home shirt. Right, so you go, you go and look at that. Ah, okay, interesting. So... My initial thought was that they're sponsored by a company called US Mobile um, and that the stars were there to represent some sort of Americanization of Barnsley. That was my assumption when I first saw it. But actually, the the shirt is inspired by... I feel like that might be something to do with bringing this design back, but... The shirt that they had in the 1980s slash 1990s, I'm going to send to you right now. Where are you? You are here. Good, because I'm about to look it up. Here and here. Um, Does feature the star design. By the way, it's horrible. (laughs) Um, And it's got a collar. It's got a kind of, it's got a collar and a V-neck, which is kind of weird. Um, the Barnsley logo, and then it's got the Puma logo, and then it's got, there's a lot going on. It's like Barnsley logo, then the Puma, then the US Mobile is a, is an Eagle logo. A lot of logos going on. A lot of logos, a lot of stars. We haven't even talked about the fact that it's an ombre, like red down and fading into white. I don't like it at all. And the back is full panel, um full panel red it looks like um so it's yeah just not great is it Uh, so i want to play a bit of devil's advocate here okay because it's getting people talking Mm -hmm. it's drawing attention to barnsley i think you know no press is bad press kind of thing it you know before when we used to when we have talked about how when the j league started and they were told what a football shirt should look like, but never saw one. Mm-hmm. So they came up with what they thought football shirts should look like. This is exactly that. This is, to me, this is the beginning of the MLS, the beginning of the J League type of shirt. Yeah. Like, if you were, like, if literally the words of what a football True. shirt should be were written down, that's what they've gone and done. And it, it jars the eyes. Like, it really pinches. It's It's not pleasant to look at yeah yeah obviously there are no certain elements of it which make it even worse the fact that it's just a block red back makes it to me awful mm. but um i don't mind the idea of the stars pattern the, the connection between the u.s bank u.s mobile sorry with this massive american eagle and the stars is a bit yeah but would you say is it cliche i don't know it's just it, it yeah it is yeah yeah it's like a st- yeah, there's certain like stereotypes associated with America, and I think the stars and red and 
Now, what they did in the, as you've sent me the picture, what they did in the old 90s version is they went and stuck the badge, which obviously back then was just the um, Yorkshire Rose. No, Lancashire, whatever it is. White that, Rose of Yorkshire. The White Rose, yep. yep. They just popped that in the star. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if it would have looked better with the Barnsley badge in the star and the Puma logo in the star, and we yeah. moved the US Mobile logo up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's Not... what it feels like as well. Because sorry, I'm still going. No, because no, Because no, the logo on. is quite big. It also looks like it's quite far down. Yes. True. Um, I obviously, you know, my favourite website ever. Um, mm -hmm. They've got the um, new home shirt as the the worst Barnsley shirt ever, with a average stars of one point nine out of five. Um, so yeah, not good. I might just go on that website and start ranking it like five out of five because I think it deserves a bit more than that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Should, and and for the reasons that I've given, like Barnsley are a nothing. I, I mean, no disrespect to any Barnsley fans, but they're kind of not on anyone's radar at the moment. Yeah. True. So now they are. So is it a wonderful marketing ploy? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Some teams go for horrible shirts, knowing that they're awful. Usually yeah. away shirts because they know they're going to get some exciting press. Yeah, and I'm just going back through the uh, through the archives slightly back down to kind of like even 2016, 2017, 2018. They have not had good shirts, Barnsley. They I have feel had like very very bland. Very bland. I feel as like... bland as you could get. Yeah, I feel like Barnsley are, um, again, no offence, template central. Yes. They get given Puma template. Yes, they do. Adidas template, yeah. Nike template. Mm -hmm. <coughs> they do. So, you know, I see your point in, in that regards. Um, yeah, I see your point. Uh, speaking of, and I, we haven't, I haven't actually showed you this yet, um, I just want to, because this got released the other day, it is the um, Leighton Orient okay. uh, home shirt for this season. Uh, I'm sending you the promo picture. It's obviously the red one mm -hmm. that I've just sent you. And what they've done again, maybe this is a Puma thing this season because that has also drawn influence from a shirt that was made by Bukta in the 90s. You can't tell ah, me that's not done on purpose. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Okay. But carry on. No, just, I've sent you two pictures there. You've got the new home shirt, which is red with a white band going across the middle. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, across the chest where the badge and the Puma logo is. And then at the top, there's some black stripes, which mm -hmm. looks very similar to this, I would say mid nineties book yep. shirt, which has this very similar pattern on. What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say, and I'm just cross-referencing. Yeah, first thing I thought when you showed me that was the AC Milan shirt from last season or two seasons ago. Mm, you know, they okay. had that white one with the got with the the kind of rips. Yeah, rips. Um, and I thought that's what you were going to say. Um, that's what I immediately thought of, and that was also made by Puma. But yeah, I think you're right. That is um, 100% uh, inspired by your. Um, so your I wonder old, whether old it's. One. I wonder whether it's a theme that Puma will have this season. Yep, inspired keep, by. Keep, 
keep an eye out for future Puma releases. Yep. All right, Mark. Have you got something else for me? Let's talk about. Is there any... we, oh, let's carry on. Let's carry on the red and the red and white theme. Let's get all of these out of the way. Um, Swindon Town uh, have also released their new kit. We're very England focused today as well. Um, very new kit as well. Swindon. Well, it's it's Christmas as you said um, for us. Swindon Town new home kit also made by Puma. Um, interesting pattern um which has these kind of like kind of look like kind of protons or like dna strands um sort of circles and lines linked together uh, in the pattern of the shirt and the reason is for that it's not dna by the way it is a celebration of the famous roundabout in Swindon, you know the one that's all the like mini roundabouts. Yep. Yep. No. Okay. No. I'm gonna, really. I'm gonna blow you up. I'm gonna blow your mind here. Um, I'm gonna type in roundabout Swindon. Um, this roundabout is messed up because you basically go around the roundabout in the wrong way. Um, because basically it's five. It's five mini roundabouts that make up one big roundabout and it's like yeah. an iconic thing in Swindon um, and so you basically end up going like around the roundabout in the wrong direction oh right okay and that's what they apparently decided to celebrate in their <laughs> new kit um, it's kind of random but interesting nonetheless I've never heard of a, a roundabout being uh, being um honoured on a football kit before no uh, but at least it's at least it's kind of like local stuff yep I found out that you know we spoke I spoke about the Wolves red away shirt uh, last time round mm -hmm. um, the the the, uh, the the pattern on it is now inspired by images of the Mediterranean ooh and I was like I didn't mm. realise that Wolves had such a close connection to the Mediterranean, but okay. Wow, yeah, all that Portuguese Portuguese influence. Mm. Is there still a ton of Portuguese people in the players at Wolves, or has that kind of died down a bit? It's uh, it's still there, still there, but died down a little bit. It's not as, I guess, probably because the quality of the player coming through aren't as good as yeah. your Ruben Neves and your Jota and your yeah. Uh, anyway, but Matinho. Uh, right then, Mark, let's uh, talk about the Retro Football Fair. Let me yes. get to the crux of it. Um, mm -hmm. Highly anticipated event, if you uh, will, will allow me to say. Yep. Um, the Custard Factory in Birmingham. I'd never been before. It's just a disused factory. Yep. And I just sat, sit in there, Bird's imagining, imagining what it would be like to have custard made in that room. <laughs> Bloody sun trap. There was like little kind of like glass windows in the roof, so it got very warm. Mm. Um, I said, met Tom, who we've had on the podcast a few times. Uh, met Xander from All Football Shirts. Uh, the His kind of selling platform's going really well. He was there to sell some shirts and also to promote it and was one of the official partners. So uh, he got a really good kind of billing. 
um, got to meet his kids as well, so it was wonderful seeing them in their football shirts. Yeah. And I got to meet some incredibly lovely uh, people, um, mainly the sellers of things. So we've got uh, I've got a few uh, business cards for potential uh, podcast chats, um, including. Uh, football finery there was Chris and he brought his family along to help sell shirts and I had a good chat with his wife who just was like I don't know anything about football shirts I'm just here <laughs> you know that kind of like just here Marsh- for a day out you know that Marshawn Lynch Super Bowl interview I'm just here so I don't get fined yeah she's yeah, a bit yeah. like that she's like I'm just here to help out yeah I'm just here to help out um, and forgive me because the business cards aren't here and I feel terrible but they won't listen to it right now um, there was a guy who is working for, I believe, a charity that's uh, trying to get football shirts with uh, betting sponsors banned. Yes. And they're doing a lot of work right now, and they've got a few articles coming out in papers and stuff, and he was very keen to get the message out even more, and he was lovely and uh, talked really nicely about football shirts. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to get him on as well. Amazing. Yeah, I'd love to uh, I'd love to, to explore that. Um explore that campaign a bit further that would be amazing yeah exactly good good message yeah really good message um there were sellers that were selling and could uh, do it for your own shirts if you had a football shirt that you didn't want to wear anymore they would turn it into a be- uh, bucket hat oh yeah i've seen that online that's cool yeah so they were selling some there there were some selling artwork of football stadiums mm-hmm. so like hand-drawn images that were then printed onto like posters yeah, uh, and artwork like that. Program football programs like like you wouldn't believe. Mm. Um, a goalkeeper glove company or not a goalkeeper stall that it's effectively uh, a football shirt seller, but for goalkeeper gloves. Wow. Selling like really old, worn but signed goalkeeper gloves and brand new ah, ones. So like match worn goalkeeper yeah. gloves. Wow, that's cool. S- lovely guy, but slightly out of my price range. I'm not paying. £140 free, worn pair of Joe Hart gloves. Yeah, that's fair enough. But people, this but is people it. would. People would, and um, they had the early bird tickets, which allowed people access to the uh, fair an hour early. Mm. And the, the, do you know those videos you see of like uh, Black Friday sales in mm-hmm. America where people are like, banging on the doors and they all burst in and yeah. go and grab? It, it felt a bit like that. They were all like, all these people knew what they wanted they went in like within within two minutes of the shop opening there was the stall down the end who again i can't remember who it was that was selling it was a very well-renowned retro football shirt seller had Hmm. sold a manchester united half green half yellow tie-up collar 90s shirt yeah you know the one yeah 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 and i can't imagine that going for less than 150 pound yeah but this guy just rocked up that's the one i want let's buy it fair enough i mean you know what, you i know, suppose so, if you go there with a, with a very specific you know thing in mind then yeah makes yeah. makes sense just get in and get in and get it done and there were some that were selling shirts for like a tenner on their bargain bucket mm. and, and oh so annoying there was uh the store behind me which was run by a, a chap who was a sheffield wednesday supporter and I've forgotten then again the name of their business, but he had a bucket selling kids' shirts, and it was a extra extra large boys' shirt, so probably for like 10, 
10 to not my 12 to 14 years old mm. it was a hamburg home shirt oh yeah in that pattern where it's the hamburg badge repeated 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 oh yeah 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 it was 15 quid and i was gonna buy it but it was a bit too big too small for me obviously yeah and a bit too big for my little boy yeah and considering my little boy isn't that into football i don't think he'd appreciate a really cool hamburg yeah. shirt yeah but you know there was loads of little lovely football shirts being sold and seeing people walk around and even seeing people walk around with random football shirts on i was gonna say what yeah did you were there any kind of like highlights that you saw anything uh, that stuck in mind uh, uh, Remember, uh, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but when we had uh, Al Alex on the podcast and he was talking about the Germany template, mm. you know the one from the USA '94 Germany. Mm -hmm. uh, is it River Plate? I believe River Plate. A woman was walking around in a red River Plate Germany template shirt. Mm. It was awesome. It looked wicked. Yeah just red with the black white and red kind of like diamond things on the top it was it was wicked to see lots of uh, birmingham city shirts oh yeah. i was wearing my um retro goalkeeper uh button down shirt mm -hmm. you know oh, the yeah. one with the rainbow diamonds yeah a kid a kid came in and was wearing a mark bosnich asics goalkeeper oh. shirt of the same pattern <laughs> Wow, like a kid's version of it. A kid's version, yeah. Wow. And it was wicked to see. So That's lots cool. of, a um, couple of old West Brom shirts, a couple of old Wolf shirts, obviously the big Midlands theme there. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, it was quite a kind of like picking it out and saying, oh, what show is that? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 nice. So really refreshing to see. Yeah. It was, just, it was just quite a kind of a nice atmosphere, but obviously people were there to buy football shirts and that's what they did. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I mean, it sounds like it was, um, you know, nice to meet people and to chat to people and just to kind of, I guess, be in that environment where, you know, people that have the same um, uh, the same interests are all kind of together. Um, yeah, I think uh, we would have enjoyed, I would have enjoyed it even if I would have just gone just to be there. Yeah. So, yeah, moving on from... Uh, hopefully, we'll be involved in the next one. Maybe slightly different kind of way of working. But, you know, it, it was good fun. It was really good fun yeah. to see all these different shirts. Lovely weather, lovely atmosphere, lovely people. Nice. Good. Yeah. Oh, and um, I got gifted from Tom. Ooh, what's Puma that? A Puma Oakland Roots jersey. Wow, Oakland Roots. That's a new one by me. They are one of these teams that are, uh, I want to say, a bit like a forward Madison. I think their shirts uh -huh, are now made uh -huh. by Maybar. Maybar. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. And they're like that because they're quite, you know, hip and happening. Mm-hmm. Oakland Roots. Awesome. Very cool. Like yeah. That. And Tom was wearing one with Circa 88 on the back in the pattern mm -hmm. of that, which I thought was really cool. Interesting. Yeah, and this is another thing, because like, obviously Tom had all of his Mexico shirts there, and I've seen a lot of them already, all the Charlie shirts, but just to see the colour explosion from them was massive. Yeah. 
and I did get into a conversation with uh, Chris from Football Finery about how he goes about organising his shirts, especially oh, yeah. for selling. This is this was so interesting because he took the advice of don't put them, don't put them in size order. Okay. Because if you put them in size order, you will only go to the medium or the small section, mm. and I will only go to. But football shirts were so differently sized from what they are now is I might fit into a medium. So if you have them maybe in colour order mm. or in, you know, you might thumb through and you might find a medium that was made in the 90s which would fit me Yeah. and I wouldn't have looked at otherwise. Yeah, true. Interesting. So, yeah, this is my new fascination with how football shirt collectors and sellers categorise their football shirts when they yeah. put them out on the store. So, so next year we need to sell football shirts. I mean, that's that's the way to get... We need to buy some first and then sell them, yeah. <laughs> true, true. Although I'm sure Alex would uh, would be happy to hear that I would be looking to potentially trim down my collection. No, 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 no. Right, I played Mark. Football, I played football the other day. And, oh, yeah? Um, yeah, I played and I wore my Inter fourth shirt from a couple of years ago. And she was like, where's this one from? I was like, ah, oh, just like had it for a while. Oh, if she... Not true. Back to, it, well, kind of, if you count a while as a few weeks. <laughs> um, if you listen to the podcast, Alex, you will know that Mark picked it up at an incredibly bargain price of about £5. Very true. Very, very true. So there we go. She, right. did, she does comment that I haven't had any football shirts delivered recently. So there you go. There's something. Okay. Anyway. All right, Mark. Well, um, if people want to get in contact with us, where can they find us? They can find us uh, on Twitter and on Instagram at ShirtsPod. And they maybe on Threads one day. I can't get it in Germany. No. We don't have we don't have it here, so I can't sign up. So if you can get it, maybe we'll be, could be on Threads. Probably not though. I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Boring. Um, or they can email us at wonderfulfootballshirts at gmail.com. That, that, that they can, yeah. That they I can. I mean, very rarely checked. They can and they will. Yeah, well... Probably you... not, but they can. <laughs> um, we want to thank everybody for um, listening. We want to thank everybody for recently who have got in touch to communicate with us. We love it. We love it. We love it. It's what we do it for. It's what keeps us going. Uh, we'd like to thank everybody for, you know, keeping us in the... I mean, if there was a chart, we'd be somewhere near the bottom, I guess. But, you know, we'd, st we'd still be on the chart. We would. Yeah, we would. Can't argue with that. All right, Mark. Uh, say goodbye to our lovely listeners. Yeah, it's been a nice one today. Uh, Richie, great to see you as always. And for everybody else, see you later. Bye. Bye.